Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode discussing the long-awaited Kingdom Hearts 3. This game has been anticipated for a very long time, even before it was announced, and now I, Danielle, have sat down with a few of my fellow Kingdom Hearts friends to discuss the game as in-depth as possible. Here are a few notes before we jump into the episode. It is important to be aware that since we are discussing this game in great detail, there will naturally be spoilers, not only for Kingdom Hearts 3, but other Kingdom Hearts games. If you wish to avoid these, it might be a good idea to listen to this and future episodes at a later time. Joining me in this series of discussions are my friends JD, Katie, and Ryan. They each create things on the internet, and you should totally check them out. All of their links will be in the podcast descriptions for every episode. Today, we will be having a general discussion about Kingdom Hearts 3. We will be talking about our expectations for the games, our history with the series, and much more. Since this episode was recorded earlier in the year, we did not yet know about things like the DLC coming out in the winter, or Critical Mode, so if you are wondering why we might contradict later events, this is why. If you enjoy these episodes of the four of us talking about games, let me know over at levelstory.net slash contact, and perhaps we can do this more often with other games. In addition, be sure to check out the next issue of Level Story Magazine, which is focusing on the very first Kingdom Hearts game. That comes out at the end of August, so be on the lookout for that. Now, that is enough from me. Enjoy the episode, you big palooka. everyone so does everyone want to introduce ourselves why don't we go around the table we're gonna do abc order okay so my name is danielle i'm the host of this podcast and now we're gonna move over to jd oh yeah i'm first <laughs> yeah <laughs> congratulations I, I was, you've won yeah. <laughs> i love i like this i like winning things hello everyone <laughs> On the internet, they uh, my my name in reality is Frederick Ward, but they call me JD. So either or, it all works. How do you? How do? <laughs> all right, let's move on to Katie. Hello, Katie. Hi, my name is Katie. I'm the graphic designer for Level Story, yeah. and uh, I figured I would throw that in there. <laughs> she designed my logo. Yeah, I was like, you didn't, you didn't say that. <laughs> I should have said it before. No, I was saving it, actually. Sorry, I was saving it. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> and then Ryan. Yeah, I'm uh, Ryan Farmer, and um, this looks like a good spot to find some ingredients. 
<laughs> How dare you? Times 100. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make the Breath of the Wild cooking song, but I'm not good enough to sing that. I don't think. <laughs> oh. that Forever oh, ingrained. Man. <laughs> oh, that would have worked. <laughs> don't you love the cooking? Yeah. <laughs> Cooking's so much fun, guys. Like, don't you love you when better. Donald says that all the time? The, be the best part of <laughs> cooking is being able to eat what you've cooked, and you can't eat anything you cook in video games. Yeah. Nope. I so don't know true. what it is with Square Enix trying to make this really good-looking food I can't eat. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> every time... Come up with a new recipe. <laughs> Every time I hear freaking Donald, this is a good, like, I want to smack him. Right. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm kinda... like, all right, where? Just grab it, Donald. Don't tell me. Just pick it up. Would on, you Donald. also like to find a hidden Mickey that's not called a hidden Mickey? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Emblem, okay? Plug. We can't call it hidden Mickeys. Doesn't make sense in this universe. <laughs> Why would not? Mount. <laughs> No, you know, sometimes I struggle with those lucky emblems. I was like, oh my god, I give up. I just moved on. I couldn't do it. I used, I used the guide. You can't you can't yeah. do it any other way. There's no way. It's impossible. I got so pissed off that I couldn't find the last one in Toy Story that I started destroying things. And sure as shit, <laughs> I blew it up and there was the friggin' emblem under all that crap. I was like, you gotta oh, be kidding me. There, there you go. go. This, is, this, is, this is dark web stuff. Dark web. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that uh, Tetsuya Nomura is uh, kind of a crazy dude, so, you know. Oh, you can say that again. Yeah, we're going to get to that, you guys. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that in this episode. The worst but... about that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, since, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say it. Let's talk about it right now, since we're on it. Let's talk about Tetsuya yeah. Nomura, um, right. the creator of Kingdom Hearts, for those who do not know. I guess, so, he... Is he the initial, like, is he the only writer, or are there co-writers on there with him? I believe there's co-writers, but I think this is his brainchild, right? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does everything. He's like the George Lucas. He writes it mm -hmm. down, he's like, that looks good to me, and then they do it. Yeah, uh, that's what I think. There, there are many parallels to his writing to George's, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good thing? No, it's the same. Same, Aww. same game. Well, yeah. I mean, in Kingdom Hearts 3, technically had two directors, right? That's right. Am I wrong? Yeah. Who was um, the second? I forget. I ya like Yasue? Like, Tai yeah. Yas Yasue? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. I actually yeah. forgot about that, so yeah. Um, but So I don't know anything about him. Do you guys know anything about him? I think he was, like, a newbie when they did Chain of Memories. Okay. And that was kind of his, like, hey, um... We need someone to do this that's not Tatsuya Namura. Can anybody help me? And this guy stepped up, and I think he basically took like half the reins, and from there has been helping behind the scenes throughout the rest of the series. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll have to look that up a little more, but I think that's right. Yeah, I feel like Namura probably um, kind of needs the reins to be pulled on him sometimes so i think it might it's probably a good thing absolutely <laughs> everybody does exactly. every person does it's just how it works you can't let someone me anyone you can't let someone just do whatever they want it just doesn't work again There's george lucas checks and, checks and balances yeah you need that <laughs> i mean you say <laughs> that but i feel like they give a lot of power to tetsuya nomura 
They do, and I don't know why. Because I'm like, he's a he's a he's a character designer. Like that's what he does. He that's makes great true. character designs. Like the, I love his character designs. Like the mm-hmm. uh, Terra's armor, the lingering will armor. Mm-hmm. It's great. I love that design on that thing. It's awesome. But like, he's not. He's not a story guy. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there. He's not a great story guy. No. So, and it's like you need you need someone who does know story a little better, so they can be like, hey, this is dumb. <laughs> you have to change. It. Like again, that's harsh, but you need that. You need someone to say, no, this doesn't make sense. You have to, you know, switch this. I really, I would, I kind of want to look into it because I don't know why Namora has as much power as he does. It seems like he shouldn't really but so i'm not sure what he did that gives him that amount it's just kingdom hearts sells like gangbusters so they're like hey you want to do final fantasy 7 too no gonna, well you're I was on gonna it. say i mean <laughs> but I, you're doing didn't he do advent children though wasn't yeah. that his like big yeah. thing was he directed yeah. advent children which... uh, yeah and he made cloud like an emo sad yeah, boy exactly. yeah exactly like, like, compl- i mean <laughs> It's the awful. whole cloud that we know, like that everyone talks about, the cloud that, like, has become kind of a meme of being like the depressed goth kid, or like that. If you play Final Fantasy VII, towards the end of the game, when he remembers he's not actually Zack, like he has a totally different personality. He's much more upbeat. Like that cloud in that game is way different at like than the cloud from Advent Children in Kingdom Hearts. Like yeah, I don't know exactly. why he thought that he should make Cloud this super depressed, sad guy. But the cloud I, I like mean, is the one in seven that's like let's mosey, mm. which exactly. is true. But yeah. I think people only forget that that second half because in the first half he's a pretty mopey bitch. Sure, yeah. and he thinks he's sad, <laughs> like, so yeah. like he doesn't know so, who he is. I really he feel like people. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was saying, like, didn't he make it where, like, in Advent, like, Sephiroth was a part of Cloud or something? And I'm like, yes. no. Not yeah. like you are the white shit. And you deleted him. There is no more Sephiroth. Where is this coming from? There's Which, always like, a Sephiroth. Yeah, That's I was the like, secret. Did you, what? <laughs> did you play Final Fantasy VII more? But <laughs> actually, now that you say that, that kind of does bleed into Kingdom Hearts with the whole like concept of nobodies and stuff. Um, yeah, it does. So that is, because I've actually, so don't make fun of me too much, but I've never played Final Fantasy VII. It's something, it's coming to the Switch, so I'll buy it in there. Um, or you can wait like five years. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> the original is so good. It's just it so is. It really is. well designed yeah it really, it's really also is. it's on steam for like five bucks oh. generally yeah mm-hmm. i'll probably wait. Four too. Yeah. oh it's on if you get it on steam yeah. there are a lot of really solid mods for it too if you want like yeah. a bit of a graphical up up res too oh okay i didn't realize that so okay yeah. i'll have to look steam into my- that yeah if you want it on the go of course though switch that's why i'm torn <laughs> yeah. yeah the switch i mean i've never played final fantasy 9 and this might be my uh my my jump in it's the only one i've never played and i don't know why that happened but i've never played nine great one people people love it yeah i it's great it's awesome yeah it's really really good and i mean for me it's like rpgs on the go are just the way to go at this point it's really hard to sit down and just play one yeah and the graphics are gorgeous i mean look at breath of the wild on the switch yes that is a beautiful game it is And talking about the Switch, I'll bring this up now as well. Um, 
you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, there's been talks about it being ported to the Switch. Everybody wants it. But do you think it will actually happen? No, it would. The Switch would explode. It can't. Yeah. I, don't, it can't. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that. I mean, it's Kingdom Hearts 3 is running through Unreal, and I don't know any other game on Switch that is using that engine because yeah. Unreal's known for its particle effects and a lot of that kind of thing. And like when you have that much kind of processing, I don't necessarily think it can be. Like, I don't know if the Switch hardware is powerful enough to be able to handle that. I could see them doing what they always do and releasing a spin-off game for another console that not everyone owns, but... <laughs> and I, I think... I do. I think they'll bring the other ones. I don't think they're going to yes. bring three. Yeah, they could. I think they're going to bring the others. I think they'll bring, like, everything up, Birth by Sleep, all of those. Also because Square has that contract with them. And I want to mm -hmm. say it's, like, 15 to 20 games... Right, so yeah. I think that they went in knowing they were going to do that. So I don't think th Unreal's not going to run on the Switch yet. It just it's not going to work. Yeah. But yeah. I think we are definitely going to see like three five eight, um, kind of like or I'd do be you so think in they'll do? Me too. I yeah. love three five eight. But do you think they'll I... do what they did with Final Fantasy fifteen and make that like little kid version and put it oh, on the so... Switch? Maybe. Yeah, that could be. That could I be. hope not. I'm such like a not fan of the chibi versions of all the Final Fantasies. Like they drive me crazy. Like you mean yeah. the just give me the sprites. Give me the little, bit. little depressed Noctis with his little <laughs> face. Oh. Like Noctis is depressed enough. <laughs> the game was fixed at best. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he's already depressed. I mean, you know, you play that game. He, he's got a lot to be depressed about. Yeah, it's not well, like he's supposed to be happy that's right going through that, but i was actually playing 15 this morning again because oh, yeah. nice. i love that game it's and so good it's, it's there's so much to do and i'm going through and man he is a depressed dude yeah i mean I, his I, wife died kind of yeah his, yeah, his no. yeah. wife died spoiler alert it's been a while <laughs> You know, that's the one game. Like, I couldn't get into that as much, but part of that is because, you know, Versus 13, that was, like, one of my most anticipated games ever was Versus 13. And obviously they took Nomura off of that to work on a game he didn't want to do. And so I'm like, oh. Sounds like Square. <laughs> yep. Oh, it and does. And then, then they announced that DLC, and they were like, nope. DLC from Final Fantasy XV canceled, and the guy who directed is leaving the company. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? But no, we'll release the DLC as a book. <laughs> Who wants that? Like, uh, what is this sword art online? Yeah, I'm like, uh, well, no, thank you. I'll keep that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, was really. That game did not need that. Like, of all the things that need to happen, it needed that fix. It needed that DLC. I was so excited for a Luna no, Prey edition. It's okay. We're gonna yeah. get oh, we're gonna get the Versus Thirteen when Virum Rex comes out. Yeah, so exactly. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's gonna happen. I'm like, yes. I, more it, it is. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna tell this story. <laughs> I am so convinced. But also, I think that person looks like lightning, so that's just me. They were like, oh my gosh, it looks like Sora, and I'm like, that's friggin' lightning. What are you talking yeah, they about? Kept, yeah, they keep saying, oh, it looks like Sora, and I'm like, I mean, not really, but okay. <laughs> like, it's like, fine. It looks like Riku, right? But... Yeah. yeah. Like, they yeah. have the same outfit. Like, the yeah. same outfit. Well, they did. They modeled a lot of those characters. Because I know, Katie, you were saying the girl in that, um, in Virum Rex looked like a Final Fantasy character. 
I don't know what her name is. Though. I thought, oh. well, like I said, I thought it looked like lightning, and then I thought, I don't know, I did not see Sora in any of those characters. No, but if you you look at that one character, the 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 girl that was being kidnapped or whatever in that trailer. She looks like the original versus thirteen character Stella before she was replaced by Luna Freya. She looks like that. I also um, think I really just think Vera Rex was a big like middle finger, yeah. like to yeah. like Nomura being like, "Yo, this is what should have been made. Look how much cooler this is. Like, this is awesome." Yeah, you can see like early Ignis in there with the glasses, dude, and like right. it's, it's it's definitely like, "Hey, look at this. Look what I could have done. Look what you right. took from me." <laughs> Which is, again, like, speaking to all the power that Tetsuya Nomura has. Like, because you're right, it is, like, just giving the middle finger to them. But, you know, yeah. I guess he can do it. But actually, I just want to talk real quick, um, and then we can move on. But um, speaking back to the Switch, um, there have been rumors that they're, uh, I guess, doing a Switch 2.0, where they're going to update the Jeez. hardware. Do Classic. you think then that it will possibly come to the Switch if they up? upgrade the hardware to like where breath of the wild can be 1080p versus just 720 mm, i think they'd still have to downgrade the game no matter yeah. what it's okay. just, it just yeah. doesn't have it. like a, a portable system just can't handle all those particles yeah <laughs> it's just, it just can't do it. base ps4 cannot handle all those particles <laughs> so, you know they can't there's no way there's no way they'd have to make like a downscaled version i'm not saying it's impossible the switch has magic inside of it so it can be done <laughs> but it just i don't think so i, I just and then it. you get chibi knock this man no <laughs> well what about I xbox think... like do you think the games like for the past titles do you think they'll be ported to the xbox at some point i'm such an xbox they're... hater and i'm so sorry <laughs> I, I think it depends on how well kingdom hearts 3 sells on that system honestly if it sells well enough, people are like, hey, we want the rest. I think they'll get them. I honestly don't know why they're not there. I, I have no idea. Uh, like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's yeah. perplexing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just looked at the amount of um, games that were developed in Unreal for Switch. It's, right now, the, it's, there are 28 games that use Unreal Engine uh, uh, on Switch. Oh. But, none, but none of these games look as intensive, necessarily, right. as, like, you're getting things like Rocket League and Octopath Traveler and mm. Octopath know. Traveler was Unreal, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Is that three or four? Unreal Engine three or four? Because I know it's Rocket League. Um, it's hard to say at the moment. Okay. Doesn't specific. Gotcha. Oh, this actually that's Unreal three that they're talking about. So. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So Unreal like Kingdom Hearts three was entirely done in Unreal four. Mm. Yeah. And that's like. I don't know. It's it's interesting just because the amount of things happening on the screen when you're playing Kingdom Hearts is just a lot. Right. Yeah, for sure. Imagine yeah. if they used the, the luminous engine like they were supposed to. I don't think right. PS4 <sighs> handled that at all. I, I don't think that would have happened. Oh, fun fact. Fortnite we were talking about um, mm -hmm. before the cast uh, was yeah. also Unreal 4, and that's on Switch. Oh. So I didn't hmm. know that. Huh? Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, yeah, that is really interesting. More you know. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> I wonder if, like, they could, like, do, like, a stylized downgrade of Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, if they put it on the Switch, but, like, not, like, the Final Fantasy, you know, weird-looking shit. Just, like, yeah. 
I don't know. They would have to do a ground up version. That's yeah. that's the only way they'd have. Why to do don't they just release it on Game Boy Advanced with a that be hype. card card based <laughs> combo system? Honestly, out that. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Oh. Chain of Memories two. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think the fans would like that. Chain of Memories X three eight over nine fifty. That's a great Ooh, title. That's it. Tetsuo Tomorrow Director's Cut. Let's let's yeah. do it. Sounds like my kind of party. Oh yeah. I imagine I imagine him standing in a room of people with like a shit ton of weed and booze, going, "Okay, guys, here's a bunch of numbers on the wall. We got a bunch of letters. Start throwing." Yep. It's no, like that. Um, it's like that Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme of like Charlie in front of like the. <laughs> The, the wall of um, oh, like, yeah, like yeah. string that and like pictures. That is my favorite meme. Yeah, ever. that's Nomura <laughs> trying to plot out Kingdom Hearts. Oh yep. my gosh, so true. That's though. what it looks like when you try to explain <laughs> it to somebody. That's what it looks like. You look like a crazy person. Well, I like, feel I'm telling like... you, there's time travel. What? No, just oh. hear me. <laughs> oh god. Let's take a character and then make him time travel, but it has to have two bodies. Oh, but they have the same name. Wait, he needs a different body. Let's, but we don't have the money for that. So let's take the old CG we had of Riku and we'll just use that. Oh my God. Perfect. Money saved. We, we got it. Which, yes, yeah, that's basically. 10 out of 10. <laughs> oh. Game of the year. Oh. We Oh, that's beautiful. Yes, they that did might it. be the yes. album artwork, JD. That's it. Yep, that's or it. Episode artwork, excuse me, but yeah. That's gotta be. It's perfect. That monster dinner recipes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did anyone did anyone tell Sora's mom that he's he's fine? Oh my god! I don't think anyone really. Well, <laughs> does she remember him anymore though? Okay, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. Like the know? world was destroyed, and <laughs> but the world came back. But that island is always empty. And remember when no one remembered Sora? Maybe she just mom, never remembered. Like, did his mom be like, "Did I used to have a?" So That's really dark when you think about it. Whose room is that? <laughs> Right? I'd really like I'd like to think that like when Naminé was like tweaking memories of like people who remember Sora and stuff she's like you know what I'm gonna do Sora a solid here we're just gonna take out his memories of his parents and then <laughs> this is gonna be fine there you go this, this is fine don't I worry mean, that's a better explanation than what we got so okay that's true yeah you know no, the answer to day. everything is thank Naminé so <laughs> one day I'm just sitting at dinner and we're talking about something completely different and out of nowhere my fiance goes what happened to Sora's parents <laughs> <laughs> yeah because his that dad is mentioned oh, wait. His, the dinner's getting cold where is he <laughs> oh that's a tragic story that could be fan fiction it actually is it's really sad when you stop and think about it for more than two seconds oh my gosh <laughs> it's really dark <laughs> it is and we'll get into the story um, in a future episode, but I actually want to ask um, each of you uh, real quick, just like a general kind of your history with Kingdom Hearts. Like, how did you come to the series um, and why did you stick with it? 
Uh, and anybody can go first, whoever's willing to do that. Okay. I can go. All right. I can go. go. Um, so, yeah, I I saw a commercial um, for Kingdom Hearts with, you know, the um, Utada music in the background. And I was I always grew up as like a, a big Disney fan. Um, and I saw these Disney worlds. And I was like, oh, that's cool. A game where I can like travel through these worlds. And I was kind of I wanted to play it really badly. But my parents wouldn't buy me a PS2 when I was in middle school and all my friends had it. And eventually I got one for my birthday and I got the game and I was obsessed with it. And it kind of just stuck with me as kind of a point of nostalgia almost where like I loved the game so much. And then, you know, Chain of Memories came out and I played that a ton. And then the long wait for Kingdom Hearts 2. I think everyone remembers that. And then yeah. the longer wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh. That was uh, it, the those were the dark times. But like. Every kind of significant moment in my life like kind of coincided with like a release of a Kingdom Hearts game. Like Birth by Sleep came out right when I went to college for my freshman year. And so that was really cool. Um, and like for me, I always loved to like challenge myself in the games. Like um, I haven't platinumed all of them because I don't believe in some of the dumb challenges such <laughs> as the gummy, sh the gummy ships that are required in order to platinum. But like I have done, like my crowning Kingdom Hearts achievement is um, for Kingdom Hearts 1, I got the trophies for unchanging armor, beating it on Proud, uh, beating it without using a continue, and beating it um, uh, under five hours or whatever in one playthrough. And I did all four of those in one playthrough because I didn't want to like do it more than once. And that was a really fun challenge to do all of that in one. So it's uh, for me, I, I think the game... The game is like the story is a hot mess. We all know that, but, um, <laughs> but I think it's our a, hot mess. Yeah, it's our hot that. mess. And <laughs> the individual self-contained stories within each game usually are very good. Like the, yeah. the characters in each game are fun, even if the overall story is the worst. Mm -hmm. um, well, Dream Job Distance is actually bad and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, I hate that, it. <laughs> that story was whoop, whoop. <sighs> God. Can I just say real quick, I, this will be a short interlude, but I played that game right before um, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I just You're felt so bad to. about myself. Like, <laughs> well, I had a choice of that or Kingdom Hearts 2, because I'm like trying to create uh, screen caps of the games, yeah. and so mm. I was like, which one do I do first? Well, you know, DDD I could just knock out real quick. Kingdom Hearts 2 I really want to savor, you know? So I did that, and I just was like, wow, I really hate this game. I will say as a quick aside that I think Kingdom Hearts 2 now that it's like polished and we have the final mix version of the game yeah. is without a doubt the best game functionally like gameplay wise in the entire series like mm -hmm. including Kingdom Hearts 3 like until yeah. they like until they make some adjustments and fixes like you see the speedrunners and you see like the challenges that they do in Kingdom Hearts 2 and it's such like a tight clean fighting system and it's really well done like I, I always tell people, like, which Kingdom Hearts should I start with? I'm like, really? Just start with Kingdom Hearts 2. It's fine. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't care about the story. I mean, right. obviously, yeah. Yeah. Right. But yeah. All right, cool. So who wants to go next? And thank you, I'll Brian. Okay. Sure. All right, go ahead. All right, so <clears throat> I, I remember this vividly. I have a vivid memory of this where <laughs> my friend, we were walking to middle school, we were walking up the stairs, and my friend was like, oh, they're making a game where there's Final Fantasy characters and Disney characters. And I remember specifically looking at him and going, that sounds stupid. 
Like, that's never gonna work. That sounds really dumb. And then it came out, you know, a little while later, and he, like, he was loving the game. He's like, oh, man, it's so fun. It's so good. And I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, I'll let you borrow it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. I'll play this thing. So he lent it to me. Obviously, I played it, and, like, that that was it. That was it. It was, it was love. It was love mm-hmm. <laughs> at first place. Like, what is this magical thing? What What is in here? I, I don't understand. I've played through Kingdom Hearts 1 at least 14 or 15 times just, nice. just by... I just I love yeah. that one a lot. Like something about it, I think it is the best written easily because it didn't mm. have all that gunk. <laughs> There's not all that. It's junk. clean. It's the yeah, story. Simple clean. and clean. Yeah. Simple and clean. Yeah. Oh. What, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you had it. You had it. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but like that was it, and just ever since then, I've just been heavily into the series. Like I I just love it. Like I know the series is dumb and it's it's silly and it makes no sense, but it's just something about it is just it's pure, right? It's just it's like this is the artist's vision. There's no corruption here. There's no corporate nonsense. This is just one artist's vision of this story. Some of it is silly and ridiculous and nonsensical, but he's allowed to tell it and I respect that that they allow him to do that with all the cracks and warts and all of it in there. But like, you know, so like Kingdom Hearts 1 and then obviously the wait for 2. And uh, for me, that that teaser trailer for Birth by Sleep is probably like one of my most anticipated games like of all time <laughs> was was the Birth by Like that trailer, I had so, I was like, what is happening? I thought it took place in the future and all this <laughs> nonsense. Like I was so excited for that game. I still enjoy that game for what it is, but I was so excited for that and just... You know, just my love for that game has just just stayed. Even when I play the other ones, and I'm like, eh, that doesn't hold up as well, and there's chinks here. It just just to that time when I'm 13, discovering it for the first time. It just always puts a smile on my face, makes me happy. So I can't, I'll never hate it, even with all the nonsense that it tries to throw at me. Sure. <laughs> I love this series forever, but you know, I, I just I'll be a fan forever. Kingdom Hearts Four or whatever non-numerical thing you want to do, <laughs> bring up. I'm there. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, JD. All right, Katie. Uh, so the year is 2002, man. <laughs> what a long time ago. So I had said to my dad, you know, I was, we had just moved. I was in a new school. I went from Catholic school with a, a school of 400 kids to public school with a school of 2,000 kids. Um, I... It's a little sad. I mean, I've never been a shy person, to be fair, but I was a little upset because Halloween was coming up and I had no plans. And I had friends, but not enough where I was like, oh, I'm going to this Halloween party. You know, I'm seventh grade. And I said to my dad, you know, I'm just I'm bummed because I don't have anyone to hang out with on Halloween. And I had mentioned to him about this game. I've always been a huge Disney fan and always a big Final Fantasy fan. So that week of Halloween in 2002, my dad went out and bought me Kingdom Hearts 1 because he felt so sad for me because here I was like by myself, grumpy, sad day. Mm-hmm. And so I played it and I loved it. I ended up getting more involved in school and it was fine. So then the next summer when I beat it, I sat down struggling, right? 13 years old, like fuck this game. (laughs) And my dad sat down with me and we beat the game together. And it's a great memory. We had so much fun beating this game. And so when I think of Kingdom Hearts, I think of this nostalgia that I have 
hanging out with my dad and playing games and having a great time. And I just loved it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, I've also platinumed the first one. Nice. I platinumed the first one. One of my top moments in my life ever was beating Sephiroth on Proud mm-hmm. Mode. <laughs> like, I screamed. I think my neighbors thought something terrible happened. I don't know. Me and <laughs> there was like a few people over. We're all jumping up and down. Like, something amazing happened. No, I beat Sephiroth. <laughs> it was no big deal. <laughs> but. I think that's why I love the games because you get so attached to these characters and is it a particularly hard game all the time? No, not really, but you still have this sense of accomplishment at different points, no matter what, whether it was beating chain of memories because fuck that game, (laughs) even though I do, I I mean, it's still great and I still love it, but still, and then, Yeah, right. And then going to three five eight, where you're holding Shion and sobbing at this video game. Like, there's just such an emotional impact. No, the story isn't the best thought out, but it's still so emotional to see these characters and to go through these games. Right. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> So but is that... she, who will eat ice cream? <laughs> you know, I will. I'll defend that line a little bit. You know, it's, not, it's a good line, but it's 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 the delivery. I think right. The delivery is like mm. <laughs> it feels stupid, but like in the context of like how he would understand the world, like it makes sense. But I could see why people make fun of it. But well, I mean, I get it because like for him, like eating, I, I don't bag on that line as much as like I think. The ki- like in the context of the game it totally makes sense he's yeah. just like that's all he does in his free time is eat ice cream with his friends and if yeah. he can't like if he can't do that it's like, <laughs> it's like it's oh, a man. simple joy a am simple i gonna hang out joy. with zemnis is that what i'm gonna do he's <laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> oh with that Jeez. voice <laughs> Oh yeah, that voice so beautiful. Yet sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was flavor. Reminds me of the fact that I have no feelings. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, cool, Zemnis. Way to real pal. This is really fun. Yeah. Way to say everything that comes into your head. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> they actually missed that opportunity to let you just eat ice cream with anyone in the organization. That would be fun. <laughs> Yeah, why Just not? Like... I would buy that game. Yeah, right? the, the only point of that game is that Roxas opens an ice cream shop and you have to serve to the organization. I'd play that phone game. Oh I'd be all about that. I would. I That's would. this comes in and is like, I'll have an ice cube. <laughs> the amazing. most nothing of all ice cream. Yeah, the most nothing. <laughs> I actually would. I can see that. That's a good storytelling thing. <laughs> Nomura, get on this. Free idea. Take it. It's Take yours. it. It's yours. <laughs> of course he's listening to us, right, guys? You know, he is. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, Fast of course, yeah. So I, I mean, in my top moments was uh, Syx friggin' eating that ice cream with everybody. Just, right? Yeah. You know, Here I am with ice cream that matches my hair and a scar on my face, <laughs> but you know what? Gonna nope. eat this ice cream. Worth the it. awkward friend oh. that like wasn't really part of the group until recently right. doesn't know anything <laughs> inside jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who Aww. invited this guy? Now we push everybody off the clock tower. It's your initiation. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish we got to see that scene, but oh well. 
Uh, so it's He's interesting. A man. He is a changed man. Uh, yeah. And so I have to say, you guys all like have like really great stories about like sort of this, the nostalgia when you were younger playing this game. And my story's like just so different from that because I didn't have a PS2 so until I was like maybe 16 or 17. Um, so I actually didn't play the game until around that time. And I still have nostalgia for it, but it's like nothing like I would have, if, like say with a game like Banjo-Kazooie or Diddy Kong Racing, which I grew up playing. Oh. Um, oh, Diddy Kong Racing. Oh, Diddy Kong Racing. Um, but, um, yeah, I actually got the because I love Disney a lot, and I just saw it, and I was like, oh, a video game with Disney characters. That's so cool, because I had never played Final Fantasy growing up, so that really meant nothing to me as a kid. Um, what I wanted was the Disney characters, and I started playing it, and I really struggled, because I wasn't used to games like that, so I actually like, used, at the time, you would go online and print guides out, um, so I'd actually use like a printed guide because I just was so like, I never played like an RPG like that in my life. So I was just like so flustered by it. Um, and I played like, I actually beat two for the first time in 2016. And okay. at that point, I think I'd only played one and two. So it wasn't until like they came to the PS4 where I finally got to play all of them and I became just obsessed with the series. Right. Um, so it took me a little while, but I my favorite memory is I used to play, I beat one in college, and I almost beat two in college, but I kind of stopped playing. But um, I used to play the games uh, while my friend did homework, and she would like do homework and watch me playing the games while I didn't do homework and played video games. So, you know, uh, smart move on <laughs> my part. Out. Yeah. Nailed it. For sure. Strong. College yeah. experience 101. Oh, sure yeah, for is. sure. That's advice for all you college people all right anyway uh, <laughs> don't do your homework and play video games Perfect. exactly <laughs> and in. actually I, I will say too one thing i definitely should add is that you know this is a podcast for level story magazine and level story wouldn't exist if it weren't for the fact that you know i played kingdom hearts at the age that i did because i had never played a game that had like cinematic scenes in it like that just well. blew my mind um, and that's like when I like actually was like, wow, do video games do this? Wow, this is so cool. Because um, again, Diddy Kong Racing, Banjo Kazooie, like I, the only story game I'd play was Tony Hawk's Underground, but like. Oh, Tony Hawk. Yo. And that's Yo. a great game. Pro Skater, <laughs> friggin' Pro Skater 3. Yeah. Pull CKY action in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta listen to the soundtrack after this one. Oh, yeah, 96 yeah. Quite Bitter Beings. Yeah. Run with it. <laughs> yeah, and see, those are great games. And, like, I, you know, but, and they're, I guess Tony Hawk's Underground and I guess Underground 2 are the only ones with a story. Do, does, does Pro Skater have a story? What I've never mean? played them. No, there's no. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't no. think so, but Grind was sure. those rails, dog. That's Just it. the rails. <laughs> Rails. The story is that you're an immortal trapped in only yeah. moving around the earth on a skateboard. Yeah, that is your curse. Uh, you also could be Darth Maul, so that's a story. Yeah. That's fair. Ooh. That also is true. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> bringing back some memories. Yo, wow. Darth Maul, them sick moves. Boy. Like, where was that in episode one? <laughs> it's just on the skateboard. Yeah, no one. No one talked about how Darth Maul was suddenly a uh, mid-20s skateboarder in, <laughs> gosh, what was it, 2002? 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Missed out. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. And now, so, obviously, we had a lot of, like, we have a lot of history with these games. Like, were your expectations, I'm going to say yes, but I'll ask you anyway, were your expectations high for Kingdom Hearts 3? Personally, no, because mm. I had played all of them. So everyone's like, oh my god, it's gonna, I was like, it's gonna be the continuation of Dream Drop Distance. That's mm. what it is. People are like, oh, I waited 13 years for this. I was like, you, you really didn't? Because there was no Kingdom Hearts 3 until five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so the teases. I completely were, um, agree with that. Yeah, yeah, like the teases for two were for Dream Drop Distance and Birth by Sleep. Those yeah. were the two teases in two. So when everyone says, oh, I waited 13 years for this game, you really didn't. You just didn't play the others. And that's mm. that's okay. Like, no one's saying you have to do that. But, like, don't get mad at the game where it doesn't tell you anything. Because you, mm. you got to play those. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just what they want you to do. I and did so... my waiting 13 <laughs> years of it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, like, I knew. I was like, okay, this game is, there's no way this game is going to please everyone. There's so right. many plot points that are ridiculous. They introduce time yeah. travel. There's no way this game is going to solve everything. It just isn't. So I was just like, okay, I'm tempering my expectations. I expected the gameplay to be fun. Mm. But I was like, okay, I'm just, the story is going to be what it's going to be. See, now, it I didn't expect the story structure to be as broken as it ended up being, but... I knew that it wasn't going to be this, oh, it's going to answer all the questions and it's going to wrap up everything because Namor already said, this is not the last Kingdom Hearts game. Right. So it's just the last of the worlds, right? It's uh, the, the Xehanort. Yeah. yeah, just the, the, the we're, we're done with with ants and bitches everywhere, yeah. you know. <laughs> and bitches. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're done with that guy. So I was like, okay, this is going to wrap up some stuff open some stuff up but i knew like structurally i was like there's this story is just gonna be all over the place there's no way it just it just isn't and i i mean yeah. i was it turned out i was right but like i was hoping i wasn't but it just ended up being that way but i was like i tempered my expectations in terms of like as a person who has played every single one and has waited probably seven years since dream drop or two since 0.2 had come out yeah, yeah. you mm -hmm. know like this game's gonna be fine i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna have a good time but it's not gonna be this ridiculously high expectations thing that it was never gonna be it's just it just wasn't not saying that makes the game's flaws like okay but i think people were just hyping themselves up for something that was never gonna be yeah my... you know i i gotta say though i was one of those people you know i you have all the these pieces in place right you've spent sure. however yeah. many years all like close to two decades setting yep. up this story <laughs> for this game right You've got all the players, you've got all of the, we're talking about story, which I know we'll say for another like episode, but raw pieces in place to craft something that'll have a satisfying conclusion to this particular setup that you've had. Like I, the last six hours of the game, I really, really liked and enjoyed, but as yeah. an, an entire like entity, it, it was, it was a letdown. It was a letdown. Yeah. And that's just where I'm at. I no, I I kind of had such low expectations for the storyline, but I knew it was going to be beautiful. So that's <laughs> so I definitely I, I liked the game. I liked it a lot. And are there things that would have changed? Yes. But if in the end this is where Sora and Kyrie like if that's where that ended, I would have been okay. Hmm. You know, that's it. I'm done. That's fine. Let's follow Riku and his crazy shit with Nabune. Mm. <laughs> There's a two-year gap. Ship there, it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll that ship is sailing away. 
Like, it's just... trying to be happy, too. I, I just realized <laughs> that at the end, I was like, oh, you're trying to ship him with not... Oh, yeah, I mean, he deserves something, okay. too. I think I'm on that high wind. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So? <laughs> so? I mean, it's a little weird that he basically, you know, always had the thing for Kyrie. She didn't pick him. Let's go with the second oh. best thing. It's a little <laughs> the, creepy. Uh, the but, other you know, Kyrie. The yeah, other, you know. right. It's a little well, creepy. Exactly but same, except for, like, blonde hair. I'll make do. I think yeah. I can make this. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, what, what's he gonna do with with Sheon back, man? Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All these people that look like Kyrie. What am I this gonna do? <laughs> no, no, no. We need we need not Sora to get with not Kyrie. Right? right. Isn't that isn't that what's gonna yeah, supposed to happen? Yeah. Actually, right, yeah, what I mean, the heck? I, yeah. I have to say though, and I think like for me, expectations were high, even though I agree with everything you all basically said. Like. I, I knew the story wouldn't be what I wanted it to be, and I was okay with that. But my expectations were kind of built up, uh, and I think from, personally for me, from the trailers, um, that when they revealed anti-Aqua, I was like, yeah, was a- I was like, um, oh my that god. That was so ballin', though. Yeah. I mean, any part that Aqua was in was yeah. phenomenal. Oh yeah. Like, know, the best okay. the best part of the game by far, not no question, is when you get to play as her fighting oh, uh, yeah. Benitas. It's not even I close love- in my mind to me. Like that was my favorite part and I wish they had leaned into that more and like yeah. during the last like six hours like allowed you to have more of that with other characters because right. they already mm-hmm. had it in place, at least with Riku. And it was I love yeah. playing as Riku. Right? I thought yeah. it was so ballin'. He felt like a Keyblade Master. It was so yeah. it was so cool. Right. I mean, he's the only one that passed the test. Of oh, that's a stupid test. <laughs> the only thing that kind of stuck is at the end of that fight where, like, when Aqua gets hella jobbed, like, immediately. Well, yeah, and I'm like, that's oh, why? Aqua, <laughs> okay, I don't want to say too much, but Aqua was, like, such a letdown for me. And that's what I mean, okay. for the hype that they built up for yeah. her. It's because Nomura can't write women. Right. Nope. Oh, we're going to oh, get into why? that. Yeah, well, it, they're so one-dimensional. Come on, dude. He's like, so why bad. He's not very good. And I thought Aqua was fine up until this game. I thought she right. was fine. I actually, she was great like up until this game. Yeah. She's my yes. second character behind Roxas. So I was like, because Roxas has the best story. Far oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has the best story. So I was there's like... A, <laughs> there's a meme that goes around of just, you know, when Kingdom Hearts 2, when Roxas says no one would care if I was gone, and it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then you play the rest of the games and you replay too, and you're like, I'll miss you, Roxas. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Dude, story. Like, even when you go back and you play, like, those first three hours, yeah, they're a slog, but they have a point. Right. There's a point. It's, it's so good. Oh, it is so There's good. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Nomura, what happened? This was genius. You're back, and that's the thing. There is a bit of genius to these stories sometimes. And, and I there. guess I'll like just I'll stop it there because we are going to get into the story. And oh boy, I'm so excited for that. Like <laughs> like I'm like dying right now. But I guess uh, we'll set we'll set aside like five hours for that one because apparently yeah, we yeah. all oh have God. quite the opinion. Yeah, we gotta we gotta hit the bullet points on that. That'll be a two parter, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to. Hi all, I hope you are enjoying this episode where I sit down with my friends JD, Katie, and Ryan to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 in depth. If you enjoy these episodes and what Level Story is doing, then consider supporting the magazine on Patreon at patreon.com slash levelstory. 
Patrons will have access to magazines and other select programming one week in advance, as well as other great perks such as physical copies of the magazine, magazine producer credit, and more. Head over to patreon.com slash levelstory to show your support. Thanks, and let's get back to the show. So here's another question for you guys. Um, Just your experience going into Kingdom Hearts 3. Where did you, or when did you get the game, and where did you get the game? Anybody can start? Okay. I I got it off of Amazon. You know, I was just like, oh, hey, I didn't buy this yet. Yoink. (laughs) And I bought it. Which, by the way, I totally wish I had saved that Keyblade code because it's like 30 bucks on Amazon. You could just sell it. What? People are buying that. Am- yeah, it was like 30, 20 bucks. I think 25 or 30 bucks for the Keyblade code. Just are that. People actually buying that, though? Yes, they were. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, my Echo's talking to me. Stop it, Echo. <laughs> she wants Don't to get it. in the conversation. Yeah, you know. I'm just sad that I used it because I only used that Keyblade like once. And I'm like, ah, I could have sold this. I did so- use it through the beginning. Yeah. You got it on Amazon, okay. too? Well, let's talk about how extra I am because. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I got the I got the Kingdom Hearts PS Pro. Oh right, oh, that's right. Yeah. I did. I was able to snag it. I was on my way out somewhere else. It randomly dropped on a Friday morning, and I got a phone call from a friend. I'm like getting ready to go out. I took off work that day. I had like all this stuff to do, and my friend calls me. She goes, "I'm in the bathroom. The Kingdom Hearts PS Pro just dropped." And I'm like, "No, it did not." She goes, "No, out of nowhere. I'm online. I see it. Oh my god." So I was like, well, shit. So I, I, in order to get it, I had to try on my computer, my phone, and my iPad. Everyone was trying to get it. I was able to snag it. Apparently, they all sold out within like 25 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Because there was not a lot of them. Uh, I had a first-gen PlayStation 4. It was, it was at the end of its life. It was crackling all the time. It now was only showing at 480 was not going to 720. It was not oh, doing weird. anything anymore. Yeah. Um, Sony said it was an HDMI issue. They basically were like, listen, you might as well get a new PlayStation because if you send it back to us, it's going to be a lot of money. They were really upfront about it. Um, what they think happened was the inside, the HDMI port was just was just dead. It was just mm. damaged and that was it. So I got a PS4 Pro because I needed it anyway. And I, I am very extra, very extra person, <laughs> apparently. However, it's gorgeous because it's a PS4 Pro. And um, I, if you ever want to see a picture of it, you can just Google what it looks like. It's amazing. And this controller is amazing. The controller is like a harder kind of plastic, but is padded and has these like super gorgeous designs on the front. That's cool. That I am, I'm very jealous because I actually like a month before that those PS4 Pros dropped, I'd been meaning to upgrade to a PS4 Pro, and I was like, you know what, I I'm just gonna upgrade now. I like there were rumors that there'd be a, a KH3 Pro, but they hadn't announced it, so it was kind of like you know, I'm just gonna get a Pro right now. So I went to GameStop and I traded my PS4 in for a Pro, and I got the Red Dead Redemption 2 Pro, which is just a regular Pro, and you got the game. Uh, and then a month later, I'm like, oh, well, that sucks, but oh well. 
<laughs> what can you do? Rip. You know, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But what about yeah, you? I, I, and not well thought out. For yeah. me, the the pro dropped the same morning my car got broken into, and my wallet and all my credit oh. cards got stolen. Oh. So oh. like I wasn't able to snag it, which was very yeah. sad. Sad. But I did uh, buy from the Square Enix store. Um, the the super bring arts edition with the 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 Toy Story figures and oh, yeah, yeah mm. and that that's super great and then they accidentally charged me for another deluxe edition and sent me another deluxe edition so I actually have two and I like have been trying to have them send me the thing just I can send it back because I, right. I don't know they wouldn't let me like cancel the pre order or like adjust <laughs> the pre order so I was like I guess I'm just gonna wait until they like send this Hi. to me that's <laughs> That is insane. Yeah, it was like a whole thing, but like I always kind of go all in on whatever I'm able to for these games. I've got like all <laughs> all of the pins that you can nice. get, all of oh, them. Yeah. Pretty pretty rad. Yeah. Pretty rad. I, and that is I, pretty cool. The the thing about it is, I don't know. I'm usually not a sucker for any kind of pre-order thing, but obviously we all really like this game. And mm. I what got me bad was I. When I saw the Aqua trailer that we had talked about, mm. I was so hyped that, like, the story was going to be good. And I was <laughs> like, okay, validated. They know what they're doing. And the story was okay. <laughs> That's, I, yeah, that was a good one. That was a nice save. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I will say, I really enjoyed the last six hours of the game. Yeah. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I actually, um, so I, I'm kind of the same way. Like I don't usually do pre-orders. Like I was a big Harry Potter fan when those books were coming out. I never did the midnight releases or anything. The most I ever did was like when the seventh book came out, I went to a target early in the morning and stood in line to get a book. Um, but with this game, oh, I went ham. But that's, I know you did. We've already, we've already <laughs> discussed I can be very extra. Yeah. So. yeah I just, and I wish I'd be more like that, but I just, I never have been. And so with this game, I was just, again, with the Aqua trailer, I was so pumped for it that, like, I actually, so JD, I don't know if you remember this, but I had met JD in Philly one day and we were eating and I said to you, JD, I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts. This is 2015, by the way. JD, I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out on December 31st, 2015. Right. Oh, you crashed. And JD, yeah. <laughs> yeah, JD's like, it's not coming out. And I'm like, what? I pre-ordered on Amazon. It says it on there. And he's like, no, that's just a placeholder. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you, you sweet summer child. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So I had it pre-ordered like since like 2015 at some time on Amazon. But I ended up canceling my pre-order. And this was before like Amazon changed their like thing with Twitch Prime and stuff. Like, So I had right. saved the money. But at that point, it was too late. So... Um, I kept going back and forth, but I finally pre-ordered it from GameStop. So, like, the night before, um, at 6 p.m. at GameStop, I got a ticket. And then at 9 p.m., I went back there and picked up my copy of the game and started playing it at, like, 9.30 right, uh, the night before. Great. So I was like, some people that got to do that. I'm like, I want it new. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I overheard the GameStop employees talking. And if you pre-ordered it from them digitally, which I don't... I, I guess I don't quite understand why you'd pre-order from them digitally, but yeah, whatever. But you would not get to play it until midnight because it's digital. Uh, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm like, 
Oh yeah, who would do that? I got the physical copy. I'm good. <laughs> my game actually, my version that I ordered, I ordered it from Square, arrived like two days early. Really? Oh, that's yeah. Nice. I did hear. I was hearing that from yeah. some people, and I I didn't know where that was. That was Square that did that. All right. Well, there was a sneaky thing that you could do. So Square's default shipping option was one thing, but if you had UPS My Choice, you could go in and after you got the notification, upgrade your shipping to get it there faster to you. Uh, it was only like like you know, two bucks to upgrade it. So I did GameStop that. GameStop did that too, but theirs was way more expensive. Yeah, right. so like the my choice was like, <laughs> oh, you want to upgrade your thing for $3? And but <laughs> it'll be here faster. And I went, yes, please. I will take that. <laughs> nice. To be fair, this game had a whole issue with, well, didn't it leak like a month early? Yeah, so that it game did. Yeah. Yeah, it with did. That. Where yeah. where was like, I don't even know if I should do this anymore. Um, <laughs> they did do that ending video, right? So they didn't no, get yeah, that no, whole chunk, which pissed people off. But I mean, it really that worked out in the end for them. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was. That was here's really the other fun. thing, though. Like Square really bungled their simultaneous worldwide release. Like they're not yeah. super used to it. Right. Like they're not. It's not something they usually do, and it's clear they made a mistake. Yeah. yeah, like somewhere along the line, there are all kinds of issues with people not like with other people getting their games early and people who are actually following the rules, not getting to play them till release. And it was like they did not work well with foreign distributors in terms of making sure the street date of the game was contained, which is sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a shame. Unfortunately, I, I don't know about you guys. I did not. I don't think I saw any spoilers. I'm trying to think like I did no, see something. I did not. Yeah. No, oh, I, I didn't. Like, uh, yeah, like, I just saw yeah. people were posting it on like Pornhub, and that was funny. I that <laughs> was really, really, that's really funny. funny. Uh, I was like, yeah. "That's awesome," because YouTube kept taking it down. Yeah. So it was like we're just a I was like, "I love it." <laughs> the only I, I, thing I had seen was a fan art of Sora by himself in the dark, and it said, "Without my friends, I'm nothing." the only thing I saw and it was a fan art and I was like okay well is this someone crazy or is this someone actually you know is this just fan fiction right. Right. but I didn't want to risk it so I had played about 30 because I know this is also what I was talk about so I had played about 30 hours I'd gotten about 70% of the game when I started seeing stuff like that more often mm, and right. I was like you know what I'm just going in so at and I think my final time was 38 minutes, 38 hours. Mm. So, because I had been doing 100% until a little more than halfway, and I was like, this isn't going to work. I have to just finish the game if I want to keep this a secret. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah that's why I went in. Like, I think my Same. time was like 20 hours or something. Just because I'm like, I just yeah. want to go through this so J that J nobody spoils it. JD, you are <laughs> incredible because I know, like, when we were chatting back and forth, and I was like, yeah, I got it. The night before it was supposed to come out. Yeah. So it took me, I think, like 40 hours to beat. And then you're right. like, oh, yeah, I beat it, too. And I got it the day of. And, and you got it at nighttime, I think you said, or late afternoon. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, late afternoon. And I'm like, what? Like, he must have banged that <laughs> out. Like, I... Yeah, I I went hard on that. I was like, no one's going to spoil this. I'm going in. And my schedule is clear. Like, I had made sure everything was clear. You know, <laughs> my mom had work that weekend. So I'm like, ain't nobody bothering me. I didn't. Yeah, I beat it down. in three days. Yeah, Same, that was, yeah, that was it. And it's just like, that's it. I'm, I'm good. That happened. That was a game. I laughed. I cried. It's, it's great. <laughs> I'm done. What difficulty did we play? Uh, proud. 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 Oh, proud. Yeah, proud. I did proud. Everybody too. did proud. I'm the sucker who yeah. did standard. 
I don't do critical. I never do critical, but except in two, because that's like the way to play it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't do critical in any other game because it's not worth it. Especially the Osaka team game. They don't. They don't right. know how to do, how to design those. So no. I don't. Do those. Yeah, Ooh, I. I mean, I've always done standard when I first play Kingdom Hearts games, but I. I haven't played. I actually haven't touched it since beating it. Has have you guys actually been playing it since? Yeah, um, I have to get the old weapon still, so I because that's sledding main game. Dear God, so. <laughs> I haven't played yeah. since Apex came out because uh, I have no self control in my life. <laughs> that's fair. I live with another person who also loves games, and you know I had beaten it. I'm definitely the fan yeah. of of <laughs> us and. So I beat it first, and then Mike was like, well, you beat it now, can can I play? Please, can I please have, can I please have my living room back? <laughs> so, Fair enough. Uh, as a loving whatever, I did let him <laughs> have the TV again, because I did take it for how many days? Like, now get out! That's <laughs> fine. There's so many games coming, like Devil May Cry 5 is coming out next week, and I'm really excited about that, so it's kind of like, and I bought a whole bunch of games on Black Friday, so it's kind of mm -hmm. like, that was just like a one and you know i gotta shelve it away now until yeah, the yeah. comes out it's just like unfortunately it's just like there's nothing really to do so right. i'm also a, a pretty huge resident evil fan so i mm. need to make time to like oh, yeah. give yeah. resident evil 2 a run as well i yeah, do I, really i don't have that yet but i really want to play it it's, nice, it's really good really good yeah i've heard good things i'm not a big resident evil guy but i've heard it's really really good which is great i just um <laughs> doing good i just bought uh the spider-man game so i've been playing that oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> really really good it's, it is yeah, great game yeah it's awesome and fabuloso yeah and i guess the final thing i want to talk about for this intro episode is the cover artwork of kh3 uh what do you guys think of it 10 out of 10 perfect yeah i love it it's really the best part it. of the game, period. <laughs> really? cover art. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. cover art's really good. I think 2 is probably my all-time favorite, but yeah. I really, really like 3. I three love stars. everything they did with 3. I love exactly how they did it. I love that they put every trio on there. Um, yeah. And then, and then poor friggin' nominee. I know! Just out! <laughs> just out! <laughs> I mean, that was her role in the game, let's be honest. So. Yeah, just a little... <laughs> I guess, okay, so I guess I'm, like, the lone person here. Like, I didn't initially like the artwork, and it's definitely grown on me. Like, I just think it's overload for me. And I guess it matters. Like, they all matter to the story. And it's very beautiful, don't get me wrong. But when I first saw it, I was like, wow. Like, that just sums up what I think the story is going to be. Like, just much. I don't know. Um, There's a lot, but it also is paying homage to that first game cover, too. So it's kind of like a mix true. of all that stuff, you know? It's it, got, like, it, a yeah. thing. And it's beautiful. I like the hand, um, the hand-drawn thing by Nomura. Yeah, um, that's really nice. But yeah, I like everybody loves it. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't. I know. think it's just a, it, it's a good reminder of like where we've been, like yeah. everything we've gone through. You know, yeah. it's like look at, like the one thing that I really, really, really actually do respect about the game more than anything else is that Nomura did not bend in the knee to a bunch of newbies. Yes. Um, exactly. Like, yeah, the game that. was made for us. It was made for the people who had played the other games, who had liked the other games. We can talk about, like, the missteps we believe the story had, but one thing yeah. I really respect Nomura for is he stood his ground and didn't water it down for people who didn't, like, know. Like, 
if you've never played it, like he could have easily just been like, I'm going to make this super simple so that anybody who's never played the games can understand what's happening. And no, he just leaned into the crazy. And right. I respect him for going all in on it. Exactly. Yeah, there's but, a... but they did explain, like, if you hadn't played it, I think things still made sense. It was right. like, oh, you used to be a nobody, but now you're not. And they were able to lean on that because Sora forgot a lot. Right, right. That's so true. they were able to really go like, oh, so that's right, Sora, you were asleep. <laughs> right. There I mean, you go. They could have maybe leaned into Axel a little bit more, who doesn't know what's going on, and that well, could have been nicer sure. for the audience <laughs> if they really wanted to do that. Because I think that scene was really funny. It was like, who? Yeah. What? <laughs> what's happening? I was like, yeah, that's that's most of the audience at this point. Well, so riding Axel was just like <laughs> broke my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that scene. But then, it was really good. But then that really also grinds my gears in a whole different way like the Kyrie was so flat the only um, emotions i have about Kyrie are the yeah. ones that sora has that are like in namara's mind because he can't spit out a good female <laughs> character nope. uh, no we cannot i was like just just kiss damn <laughs> no i'm gonna hold your hand awkwardly yeah <laughs> I was God. like, oh, it's been uh, like 17 years. Guys, he held my hand. He held my hand one time. It was great. <laughs> it was great. It was Ooh. wonderful. <laughs> Censor that. And that you know, for this game. I mean, I don't know. Like, again, I'm not a big like. I don't know a lot about Japanese culture, like in general. Mm. But like, I don't know. Even like in a whole lot of animes, right? You don't see a lot of kissing in That's general. True. Like, if for you this watch. Age. Yeah. For this age group and everything, like you don't see, like I really feel like that might just be a cultural thing, because yeah. you don't like you have all kinds of stuff where you have two characters that clearly like each other and they never kiss, like that happens all the time in anime. So that's I don't true. know if that's you know something that we're bashing because we're here in, in the U.S. That is really like they see a handhold over there and they're like, wow, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that could be. I mean, you, you might be onto something there. I think that makes because like all stuff within this age group definitely yeah. doesn't have kissing and things like that. So you, you're definitely right about that. But yeah. Then there's so, also, I mean, think of other Square games, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, definitely. Uh, best love story. In that Final was wonderful. Yeah, it's definitely I the mean, best one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of kissing. Yeah, a lot of kissing. That's a lot of kissing. They may we'll have done more than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll leave it They've in kissing. Uh, that is definitely an implication of way more than kissing. Yeah, well, I was like, hey. <laughs> well, and to be <laughs> fair, I got older, and I was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I remember playing. I realized that I was like. Oh. Yeah, but well, I'm like 10 years old when Final Fantasy X comes out. I'm like, this is great. And then I go back and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's all you had to do. That, maybe not all that. Like, we don't need all those implications. But, you know, a kiss. A kiss it's, it's a Disney property. Like, well, hello. It's kind of weird, too, because, like, Kingdom Hearts, even though, yes, it's a Japanese uh, game, it they like pull a lot of american tendencies like in it so sure. for example like um i was listening to something where they were talking about how the japanese people have a deep respect for like not catholicism but like um like catholic like the way they practice their religion so that's why you see the stained glass in the game mm -hmm. 
And right. so there's just stuff like that. So it is interesting what they decide to kind of pull from our culture and what they kind of hang back on. As uh, someone who does have a very extensive background in, in Catholic yes. thought, um, I've been told from several people that Catholicism and Buddhism are similar in some mm. of those ways. You know, we have one God and then different spirits. I mean, they're saints, but different spirits. The way that they try to go on Sundays, right. um, very similar things, but different. And the Japanese love stuff like that. Right. That is a huge, they, any kind of deity, that they, they love it. And the fact that we have so many without not having a lot, I mean, that's not generally what it is. There's only one God, right? You know, it's a big thing. However, they love that there is so many places you can go with that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that'll be interesting to talk about when we get deeper into the story as well. Uh, as we're going to do in another episode. Well, that's going to be going, fun. Going all in. All you guys in. ain't ready. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anybody can be ready for that. I mean, you really can't. You just kind of had to clinch your butt and just kind of <laughs> on that one. <laughs> no. yeah, this, this is no more we're talking about. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh. Clench. <laughs> I do wonder how like Japan views these games as opposed to us. Like, because I'm sure there's some things that are like lost in translation here. Oh, there as are. With most games are, you know, there's definitely some stuff lost in translation. Like how those weird, th- those awkward pauses that are in the game. That's like, what, what is have, what is this? You know, those weird yeah. pauses that obviously aren't in our language. I don't well, know if it's in theirs necessarily. But. Even the tra- there's translation issues as well. Um, like on yeah. Twitter, I constantly see people talking about how something didn't make sense to them, but in Japanese, when translated, it actually makes a lot more sense. They were just- Yeah, like, for that too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that'll, hopefully we can get to that, but I'm not, we'll see what happens, but yeah, that's interesting. But- I feel like the, at least from what I can remember, I feel like the first game, the dialogue was different. Yeah. Like, it- felt more like an American, like a Disney movie, like in that well, sense, like a Disney movie rights versus how it's like an anime now. <laughs> like, it, it just feels different. I wonder if that's because, like, obviously it's Nomura's brainchild, but like at the time it was kind of an experiment. They like, so I feel like, like now Nomura really has a hold of it where maybe back then it was. I'm sure Disney was probably, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure it's Disney, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are. <laughs> Number one, like, I have experience working with Disney uh, when I used to work on coloring books for them. And you would move a, a, a spot on Minnie's skirt and they would be very unhappy with you. Because mm-hmm. but that's oh. part of what makes Disney so great. They are so cohesive. Because I, I when I say that, it might sound like a bad thing, but it is not a bad thing at all. Because they are so they're very, again, cohesive. They know what they, what works. That's what makes them successful. So I think at the when it started, they wanted to do this hand-holding because it was, they were trying to keep up with the times. They were trying to stay relevant because at the time, you know, this is when um, Eisen, Michael Eisner is leaving. Right. This is a tumultuous time in Disney history. Right. So they're trying something new but when it worked they were like okay cool bye 
Like, you didn't right, find your right. <laughs> Exactly. Well, yeah, and we and we can get into that too as well because even think about Mickey um, and how they only wanted him in one scene, but now Mickey right. is like so overused. Um, right. There's there's no doubt. There's no doubt at all that King like Kingdom Hearts three had the most influence from Disney. Right. Like, oh yeah. Than oh yeah. Any of the that. other ones. Like, oh my god. Like, it's. I mean, I've you have this happens all the time, right? You have. Yeah. When when somebody when a company doesn't think that something's gonna work or thinks it's bad, they let the creative people have all the freedom on it, and then somehow go figure. When creative people have a lot of control, things come out well, and then the company, when they see things come out well, decide to press their you know influence on things, and then things aren't as good. You see it in movies all the time. You yeah. see it in game yep. developing all the time. Like that's why a lot of times that sequels on sequels don't end up as as great. Not necessarily because sequels are bad, but because once the idea of this can make money comes in then you have more bureaucracy you have more red tape you have more mouths that are trying to have their you know put their fingerprint on whatever product it is and i really believe that kingdom hearts 3 there were things that wanted to be done but couldn't be done because yeah. disney pushed the issue on certain things i i'm frozen the, the frozen yeah, world yep. is probably yeah, the best example. Yep. let it yeah. go <laughs> yeah don't even get me i love frozen and don't me even too. get me started on that man uh, yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Like, I, like, I, I mean love this, i love the story but woo, that level was rough allies in that like really cool but it's clear that at all what was because that? you know so, sorry i was saying that like i'm sure that nomura wanted elsa to be like a companion in that world to sora yeah but um i oh. mean for her fighting what alongside sora does not line up with i think disney's vision of that character right and you know i think so um I'll say let's save the rest of this conversation for another episode so we sure. can wrap it up. But what I'll say is um, to that is that, yeah, we can definitely talk more about Disney's hand in the pot and all of that fun stuff. Because that in itself is like, oh, my gosh, that could be a whole episode in itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Really, seems like you can you can feel it. It's kind oh of God. like yeah. Marvel versus Capcom <laughs> Infinite came out. And you can yeah. feel the Marvel like hands like, nope, it's got to be movie dudes. Yeah. It can't, can't be anybody else. Exactly. Movie people, and it's like, ugh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like you're ruining, you're ruining the, the vision. Right. Stop this. Yeah. Well, okay. I think this was a really great start to our Kingdom Hearts three conversations. I am so excited to get in the conversations with you all about the story, especially, but also the gameplay and stuff. Uh, we have a lot to look forward to in terms of what we're going to talk about. So, thank you for coming on for this episode. It's been awesome. Thank you thanks for, for having, having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, for sure. Yeah, this will be a lot of fun getting into it, so I'm very excited <laughs> for our, our upcoming recording sessions. That, that story one, oh, no. oh boy. Look, I... I'm, not, I'm not sure that we're going to be able to do it in one episode, so we'll have to see. We'll have to, like, it's restrain like, I, ourselves. I love you, Nomura, but... <laughs> oh my we gotta God. talk. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. But anyway, that does it for this episode, uh, talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Look forward to our upcoming conversations in the near future. And with that, uh, goodbye, everyone. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>